episode 32 of the Knit Actually podcast. My name is Becky and I'll be your host. Today's segments include actually working, actually attending, actually connecting, actually stashed, um, and an update on the summer knit along. So it should be a quick episode today, guys, but I had some fun stuff and I thought it would be great to catch up with everybody. Actually working. The first thing that is on my needles, that is on my needles at the moment, is I'm back to working on the True Cardigan by Hovi Locatelli. Today's weather in Colorado is uh, typical spring crazy. So earlier in the week we got up to almost 80 degrees and then today, well the forecast earlier in the week was for us to get 0 to 40 inches of snow, which um, I guess means that unless it goes over 40 inches of snow, the forecast will definitely be right, but it was a little bit insane. Right now, it's um, sleeting out. It's definitely snow coming down, but it's not sticking to the ground or to the roads, Um, so we'll see. They're still talking about maybe 8 to 14 inches of heavy wet snow overnight tonight, and then it'll be cool for a couple of days. So then I just kind of got it into my head that, gosh, if there was one last little burst of cold weather coming, maybe I could finish and wear this sweater. So we'll see. Um, I put it down last time because I thought, oh, it's just getting too warm and I won't get to wear it. Forgetting that the last two years it has snowed here on Mother's Day. So there may still be a chance. Um, I am working the cuff of the second sleeve right now. So all this week I've been working on the sleeves. This is the one that, um, so first of all, it's True by Hohi Locatelli. And the yarn I am using is a Madeline Tosh Limited Edition Super Soft DK. And the colorway is Raspberry Cordial, which is a beautiful dark purple with um, blues and it's really all purples, I guess, but some of them run to the blue and some of them run to the red, if that makes sense. So it's lovely, and I can't wait to have the finished object. Again, I really believe this is going to be a three-season garment for me because the weather here is crazy. Um, but this is the one that I had knit all the way down the body and split for the pockets, and then I rejoined to knit the bottom of the body and realized that six inches later I had um, reversed the stitches on one of the sections when I reattached them and I had knit the whole thing down with a twist in it. So I ripped that back. It was so much ripping back that I had to use my ball winder and I started again with the sleeve. So I have one sleeve done. I picked this back up this week to start to work on it. Got just a couple of rows into the sleeve cap, which is where I had left off and realized that I had done something crazy in the the short rows of the sleeve cap as well and that was wrong and had to be ripped out as well so I'm not one that usually everybody has mistakes that they make where they have to tink back and fix something and adjust and start over I don't usually get that far into something before I realize that I've made the mistake and this is twice that like I had to rip all the way back to picking up the stitches for the sleeve because I could not figure out what the heck I had screwed up so this has definitely been a labor of love I am super excited about the finished sweater, um, but at this point I am ready to be done knitting it because I have just made so many mistakes. So we'll see how it goes. Like I said, I'm on the cuff right now um, that I'll need to very carefully put the um, the stitches of the body back on a live needle. I have it sitting on um, the cord of a set of nitpicks interchangeables, so in theory I could just slip tips onto those if I have the right size tips. Um, 
sitting loose somewhere and then I would not have the risk of screwing it up again. So we'll see. There are probably six inches of body to go after that and then pockets, but it is a very simple knit. It's a very quick knit, quick knit. And because of the crazy weather, the boys and I are talking about like a movie marathon weekend sort of thing. We've been watching The Flash, um, which is on the, I think it's on the CW. We've been watching it on Netflix. And so I told them maybe we would binge watch that tomorrow in our jammies while it snows. So that could be some good knitting time. And maybe I'll get this done finally. I looked at the project page in Ravelry before I started recording. And I actually cast this on May 18th of last year. And right this minute I have my Ravelry projects when I was viewing them I had them sorted in order of most recent so it was kind of funny to see um, like the part of the reason I feel like I've been knitting on this forever is because I keep putting it down and I've knit a lot of things in the meantime like I've knit myself three other sweaters in the meantime my briquette and the Leah pullover and my breathing space so it's time for this one to come off the needles wish me luck and hopefully um, hopefully I'll be getting it done soon the thing that I worked on a lot this week that I really love and I'm very excited about is my peeping cowl. So that is um, another Hohe Locatelli pattern. I think everything I worked on this week is Hohe Locatelli, now that I think about it. But um, it's another Hohe Locatelli, and this is from Interpretations 3. And so everybody last year was knitting her three-color cashmere cowl. I have a three-color cashmere cowl that I really love. This one is four colors. And so I hand-dyed some yarn to use on this project. I did a beautiful um, Caribbean blue, a chartreuse, a silver gray that's very dark, and then a brilliant blue. And the way that this one works, it's super cute. There's ribbing at the bottom, and then it kind of alternates sections. So it's like a section of where the interest is the sti stitch pattern, and it's a solid color, and then you stripe and then an interesting stitch pattern, and then you stripe, and it just repeats that four times. So the stripes alternate differently in every striped segment, and then each color gets its own little section of interest. So the, the first one was um, just little eyelets and, and garter rows. The second one was cables, and I, I was knitting on the cables quite a bit this week, and it was fun. Really easy to memorize, little cable repeat, um, and that was in the chartreuse, which was the color that I was kind of questioning when I dyed all this up. But now that it is actually in the garment, I love it. I think it looks really good. It just gives a really nice pop of color. And now that I've moved above that in terms of what I'm working on, I think, you know what, it's got the other colors to anchor it. It's going to look really, really cool. So um, I'm on section four of eight. I'm working the second striped section right now. Pretty excited about the next, getting to the next um, section of, I think it's cables again. I haven't looked ahead in the pattern. The one concern I have is I'm worried that I may not have enough of the Caribbean blue to do the ribbing at the end. Um, but I figure if I need to, I will just use one of the other colors and it just won't be matchy-matchy top and bottom, which probably will be just fine. So that one has been a lot of fun. I made a lot of progress on it this week. Um, I am determined to finish the true, so I don't know how much love this one will get. Um, I don't know how much love this one will get over the next couple days while I'm determined to work on the sweater, but um, it's nice and portable. I have it in my cute little um, Boston Terrier bag that I got at Yarn Fest. That is from Slipped Stitch Studios, and 
it's just adorable. So it, it makes me feel really cheerful too. So I kind of love everything about this project at the moment. The last thing that I have that I've been working on again, Hohi Locatelli, um, is my Spectrum shawl. So this shawl is from her authentic collection and it's been a very popular pattern. And this is, um, it's a triangular shawl with chevrons starts with one color as the primary at the, at the one end where it's narrow and it gets starts to stripe with a contrasting color. And as you work the shawl, it gets more, um, focused on the contrasting color and less of the, um, what it would call the main color, the color you started with. So I'm knitting this out of some, um, knit picks, shimmer stroll in a charcoal gray for the that base color and then my contrasting color is hedgehog fibers um sock in the villain colorway which is a gorgeous hot pink and orange and there's green little bits of green in it and I got this up at my sister knits a couple weeks ago maybe a month ago now and just fell in love with the yarn came home and figured out a project right away so I worked on this one a little bit this morning. I was coloring my hair and <laughs> needed something to keep me busy while I waited for that to do its thing. And so I'm on section three of, I think, eight on this one as well. It's definitely getting wider. Um, and so, you know, my progress will be slower. But I'm also starting to get to the point where right now I'm working two rows of gray and two rows of the hedgehog fibers. And then the next section, I think it goes to four rows of the hedgehog fiber to two of the gray. So my rows will get longer, but my pink will get more. And I think it's going to be just a, it's just a fun project. And it's really, really pretty. I need to take some new pictures of it because I haven't taken pictures of it since I first started it. Um, but this is another one that I can't wait to have the finished object. So these three projects, that's not exactly monogamous, but these three projects will probably be my main focus for a little while here. That's it for actually working, actually attending. I don't have a lot of things coming up that I'm planning to go to right now, but I did want to remind everybody I am not able to go this year because I'll be away, uh, but the Estes Wool Market is coming up in the beginning of June. I didn't check the dates, so I apologize. It's usually the first weekend, first or second weekend in June in Estes Park, Colorado, which is my hometown, and I went for the first time last year and had a great time. So I just wanted to remind people that are local, especially, it's a great, fun way to spend a Saturday. And there's no better place to spend a Saturday than Estes, in my opinion. So check that out if you're local. And um, I can't wait to hear about it. If people end up going, I'd love to see people updates. The other thing that I am working on um, plans for is it, it is looking more and more like I'm going to make it to Rhinebeck this year, which is crazy exciting. And as my plans for that start to shape up, I will keep you guys in the loop. So watch this space. More to come soon, I'm sure. Actually stashed. I don't have any yarn purchases this week, you guys, but I had a couple things that I wanted to talk about. The first is I did get some yarn to review. So I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, Stitchcraft Marketing is a company based in Salida, Colorado. You guys might remember that I went to the Salida Fiber Festival last year and had a lovely time. That was in September. And um, so Stitchcraft often provides things for bloggers and podcasters and people to review. And I reached out to them uh, to see if there was anything that uh, we might be able to work together on. And the good news is they have provided me with some really 
lovely yarn to try out. So this is not a yarn brand I had heard of before. The yarn brand is Kramer Yarns. They're in Nazareth, Pennsylvania, and the yarn is actually spun in Nazareth, which I thought was kind of neat. Um, I like the idea of supporting a mill in the United States. So that is cool. And uh, they gave me a, a bunch of different yarns to choose from. The one that I chose was a yarn called Belfast. And the reason that I chose this one in particular was because it was such an interesting fiber content. So this is a DK weight yarn. I will say right off the bat, so my sweater that I'm knitting is in a DK weight yarn. And as I hold them next to each other, maybe it does feel more like the same. I, I think this looks more like a sport weight or even a heavy fingering weight. It's a pretty thin yarn. Um, but the fiber content is 42% cotton, 22% linen, 20% viscose, 11% acrylic, and 5% silk. And so I thought that was just a really interesting combination of fibers, which is why I chose this one to review. And um, the colorway that I got is just called linen, so it's just a neutral um, off-white color. So I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to knit with this. I did a little bit of digging around today using the feature on Ravelry where you can see what other people have knit with the same yarn. Um, I didn't find anything right off the bat, except that I did find a cute little um, pattern for a project bag, like a sock bag, that you could knit with this yarn. Somebody else had done that. So I was going to just ask people if you had thoughts about this yarn, um, pop your suggestions into the Ravelry thread. I'd love to see what other people might do with yarn of this blend. And once my review is done, they did send me a giveaway skein. So um, I'll come up with something fun to figure out how we decide um, who wins the skein of yarn. But more to come on this soon. Again, this is just a little heads up. This is coming, and I would love people's thoughts about how best to use it. Um, the other thing that I found out this week... I'm just a little bummed about, but I thought I would share the news is um, one of our local Colorado yarn stores is closing. I saw on Facebook the other day that Stash down in Castle Rock is closing in May. They didn't say the exact date. They said early to mid-May. Um, I was really bummed. Castle Rock is a pretty solid drive from my house, so I don't get down there much, but I just only just discovered this store during Yarn Along the Rockies in August. It's where I discovered Nerd Yarns, which everybody knows is a favorite of mine. Uh, Crystal, the owner, came to um, Knitnosh and could not have been lovelier, and I just saw her at Yarn Fest. So I was really sad to hear that they are closing. Um, I'm going to try to get down there and say goodbye before they go. It's a little hard the next couple weeks. So next weekend, my son has a sleepover field trip at the Denver Museum of Nature and Science, which will be really fun, but will take up, will consume my whole weekend, and um, I'm certainly not going to be able to get to Castle Rock then, so maybe the following weekend I can get down there. It's a cute little town. It's a sweet little store, and again, I'm just super bummed to hear that they will not be there anymore, so um, if you are local and you have time before the middle of May, um, Maybe just drop down there and show them a little bit of love before they're gone. The other thing that uh, that I did last night um, was it turns out Hancock Fabrics is going out of business. And apparently that's a nationwide 
closure, like apparently there will not be a Hancock Fabrics anymore. I prefer Joanne Fabrics, but Hancock is what we have here in my town. Um, so I went over there last night just to see, you know, what the sales were like. I guess they're going to be there till June. So some of the sales were not tremendous, but um, if you have a Hancock Fabric local to you, they did have, you know, some meager knitting supplies there if you needed stitch markers and things like that all that kind of stuff was on sale I got a couple of cute things well I almost bought a dress form but I didn't I decided if they're going to be there till June maybe I'll see if it ends up discounted more but they had this cute dress form that was um gray and white chevrons that would look perfect here in my little knitting room because it's a gray and white like I have white wainscoting and gray walls um but not yet um so what I did get was some embroidery hoops. Those were on sale for just a couple of dollars each. And I have always, you see it on Pinterest all the time, where people will just take cute fabric and stick it in an embroidery hoop and hang it on the wall, like a bunch of different ones. So I think I bought six little hoops, and I have a bunch of cute fabric downstairs, some of which has some really great grays in it. I know I have one that's like blue with gray bicycles, and I have a gray one with cats. So I'm going to fiddle around with that. They have that... As you walk in at Pearl Soho, they have a wall where it's all those embroidery hoops with the fabric, and I thought that would be cute. So that was um, that was my acquisition at Hancock Fabrics last night. Um, and then the other thing that I did this week was, um, it's probably a sign that I have too many things cast on, but I decided to invest in another set, small set of um, Knitter's Pride carbons interchangeable needles so I have a set of carbons interchangeable needles that I love and it's a small set it just runs from size 2 to size 6 but I'm a very loose knitter and those are definitely my go-to sizes for needles and so I decided the other day to go ahead and invest in another small set of those so that was pretty exciting I'm actually using them I switched um, I had to go down a needle size for the ribbing on this cuff that I'm working on, so I busted out the first set of these last night. They are different from my original set in that the um, the cords are now color-coded for length. My other ones, they were just black cords, so I liked that a lot. They carry the cords um, at Longmont Yarn Shop, which is my local yarn shop, um, so I can pop in there at any point and get more cords, and I might go ahead and do that to go with my tips. Um, so that was it for Stashed this week. Actually connecting. I did have a little bit of yarny fun this week, so that was great, always. A um, couple of fun things that happened. I got a card in the mail from Gail from the Yarniac, so that was very sweet. Thank you, Gail, if you're listening. Um, I had sent some yarn her way with Charlene um, when they were here for Yarn Fest, and so... Um, Anyways, Gail wrote me a nice, very sweet note and meant a lot to me, so that was awesome. And then on Thursday, I had coffee with Emily from Knitting Butter Up Thighs, so it was a gorgeous, beautiful 80-degree, almost 80-degree day, and we got to sit outside and have a cup of tea. Um, she works down here now, so we try to see each other on a pretty regular basis, and we just got to sit and chat and soak up some sun um, which was good because again, now today it is snowing. So that was a lot of fun. Um, the other thing that I got to do this week is one of the winners from the Knit Nosh Along is a friend that I see on a regular basis. Our kids are in black belt class together. And so I got to deliver her yarn in person. She doesn't listen to the podcast, but she did come to Knit Nosh. And so it was a total surprise to her that she had won. She was super excited for everybody else. Um, 
I'm probably not going to make it to the post office today. I know I have at least two or three. I think I have three of the addresses. So hopefully during the week this week or at the latest next weekend, I will get prizes in the mail. So hang in there. The yarn is on its way. The last thing I wanted to talk about, guys, and I know it's a quick episode this week, but I wanted to talk about the summer knit-along that I have planned. I wanted to try to do something that was pretty casual but fun for the summer and where people could feel like they could just jump in where they wanted and knit along and keep people posted on what they have going on and maybe win some fun stuff. So I haven't done um, much in terms of sponsor solicitation yet, but if you are listening and would like to sponsor the Knit Along, please message me on Ravelry. We would love to um, show you some love and promote your business. So um, reach out to me on Ravelry. The, the Knit Along that we're going to do this time, I am calling our Summer Superlatives Knit Along. So this will be very open-ended. Um, the knit along is going to start on June the 1st and end on September 1st. And I'm going to uh, open up some threads in the Ravelry group where you can post your projects um, and where you can post your projects and they'll be in different like categories. So just like summer superlatives, I was thinking of like yearbooks, right? Where it's like most likely to go to jail. <laughs> I don't know, whatever those are, most popular, something like that. We will not be voting at all in this um, knit along, but I was going to open some threads. Um, the things I had in mind were best use of stash, uh, best yarn acquisition, best use of sponsor yarn, best knitting on the road, because I figure people end up knitting in all kinds of great, fun, exciting places in the summer. Or if you're like me, well, this year I get to knit fun, exciting places. But a lot of times in the summer, I end up knitting at swim class and I end up knitting at the baseball field and things like that. You know, while the kids are doing their summer thing, you know, baseball practice is endless. And I get a lot of knitting in during that. We're skipping baseball this year, so we'll see if my knitting suffers as a result. Um, but anyways, knitting on the road, I thought that would be um, fun. That way you guys can talk about what's going on in your summer and where are all the places that you brought your knitting and, and things like that. Um, and then just as a general, I thought I would do like best in class, right? So if you feel like your product doesn't fit into one of the other categories I create, you could just drop it in there. Um, so again, I will open up threads. I'll start a chatter thread probably today so that you guys have that and you could um, jump in and start talking about your summer knitting plans. Summer's going to be here before we know it. And um, it's just like works in progress totally count. Um, don't feel like you need to cast anything on. This should be hopefully as low pressure as possible. Um, it will be one entry per post in the Ravelry group. So if you post a lot, your odds of winning go up. I will probably uh, limit it to one prize per participant. It'll depend how many people jump in versus how many prizes I get. So um, one entry per post. Also, um, I will draw some from the Instagram. And so to enter for Instagram, uh, I thought we would use the hashtag KAP for Knit Actually Podcast. 
summer cow. So K-A-P summer cow. If you tag your pictures with that, I will certainly also draw um, some number of winners from Instagram. And maybe we'll come up with some things throughout the summer to kind of keep it fun and, you know, figure out what everybody's doing and where everybody's going. And I hope you guys enjoy it. So I'll, like I said, open a chatter thread. If you guys have ideas of other fun superlatives besides the ones that I mentioned, I've kind of been brainstorming about them. I wanted to keep them wide open so that people felt like, oh gosh, my project fits in, you know, all these groups, whatever. Um, but if you guys have funny ideas or fun ideas or whatever, uh, drop a note in the chatter thread and we'll just add some more groups. So that is the plan for now. Um, I also wanted to talk a little bit about some upcoming reviews. I'm trying to make sure that we have plenty of content in case I I may end up not recording while I'm away and just um, posting some episodes that maybe I will pre-record. But I have a couple of great reviews. Um, Interweave sent me this week the new Kate Atherley book. Um, I think I mentioned last time that I ran into Kate at Yarnfest, and so I got a copy of her book, which is called The Beginner's Guide to Writing Knitting Patterns. I have the version of this book that she self-published as well, so I'm going to sit down this weekend and... Um, and really read this one and see what's different and what she's done differently in the interweave version of the book. And coming up in an upcoming episode, we'll talk about that one. Um, and then I have some other fun ideas for maybe some podcast guests. So I'm working on that today. And so I'll keep you guys posted, but it should be a lot of fun. So thanks for hanging out with me today, you guys. It's a quick episode, but I hope that you enjoyed it. Thank you, as always. For listening. It really means so much to me to know that I'm not just talking into a microphone to myself. Um, I would love to continue to connect with you guys. The Ravelry group is growing and there's lots of fun chatter in there. I added some new threads um, last time for things like actually working, actually attending. Um, that way you guys can jump in and show me what you're working on or where you're going to be. I would love to hear all of that. Um, you guys can connect with me on Instagram. It's um, at Knit Actually Podcast, and that's also the Twitter handle. There is a Facebook page for the post, the podcast, which is Knit Actually Podcast, and uh, and um, of course the show notes are always at knitactuallypodcast.com. The other request that I would love to make of you guys is if you're enjoying the podcast, and I hope that you are. Um, if you would mind jumping onto iTunes to give me a review, even just a star rating, it just helps um, people to find the podcast in iTunes because there are a lot of us out there and there's a lot of great content and this just helps people to find me. So if you would be willing to do that, I would be very, very appreciative. Thank you so much in advance. So happy knitting, guys. I hope everybody has um, a great week and I will talk to you.